And good afternoon, everybody. My name is Eric Perigini. I'm here with Chris Lahiff for another edition of the Philly Philly podcast. And we have a special podcast today where we are discussing the upcoming NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL draft, and uh, pretty much possibly anything that could happen with this draft. And we're also extremely happy to be joined by the driveway athletes themselves today. We have John Griffin and Will I.M. DeRozier. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> Can't What's complain, up, man. fellas? Doing great. Hey, Bill. How are you? Uh, extremely happy. I'm happy. I don't know if I'm extremely. No, I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. <laughs> no, we appreciate you guys coming on. Ah, this is awesome. It's the, the merging of the podcast. I like it. I'll remember where I was when NWO, white, black, and red, and black came together. <laughs> <laughs> or ECW and WCW, the takeover. The Alliance. <laughs> the Alliance. There we go. That'll be a, it. That'll be a new uh, episode we'll talk about. <laughs> Hell, we can make that a new podcast. Call it The Alliance. <laughs> Trademarked. 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 <laughs> Trademarked. Oh man! All right, so Chris, you want to get us rolling here with our uh, with our topic of discussion today? Obviously, you know the NFL draft is a couple of weeks away, and we are we're going to discuss the mock drafts of who would get drafted and who we want the Eagles to draft. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm cool with the Eagles as long as they don't draft a kicker with the first pick. So, <laughs> with that being said, we'll go to uh, Jack and we'll get his insight on this draft, and you know how he feels about it. Uh, well, look, um, you're looking at a, a lot of quarterbacks uh, going early. Um, and then it's a whole, it's a crapshoot with who's going to go where, you know? Um, I feel like this year with every league's draft, with the limited exposure that you have from, you know, thanks to 2020 being what it was, uh, teams are divided on who they rank where. Yeah, it's th- this is definitely uh, you could have honest, honestly, we could have like four quarterbacks taken with the first four picks, which I don't think that's ever happened before in the NFL. Um, the now we all know, you know, that um, Trevor Lawrence is going first, we know Zach Wilson is going second, so that means the draft effectively is starting third, and the 49ers hold a very important. You know, whatever they decide to do is going to dictate the rest of this first round because they they seem to be up in the air about Justin Fields and Mac Jones. It seems like John Lynch likes Justin Fields and Shanahan likes um, uh, what you call it, likes uh, Mac Jones. So they're they're going back and forth, and it's really interesting. So I think it goes from there. We'll see, but I I think they ultimately will go with Justin Fields. It's it's really tough to say right now. You know, it's all up in the air. Like they might sure. trade out. I'm not. I'm not real sure what's going to happen. See, I don't see them trading out. I mean, they they moved up. You know, so I mean, they. But then again, they're also saying that they're 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 happy with keeping Garoppolo. That's so I, that's I'm, what I, that's I really what I'm thinking. I don't know if they're going quarterback at this point, unless it's all just a game. Yeah, but why would you trade up to three? That's what I understand. You know, it's why would you make that move if you're ultimately happy with, say, being holding on to Garoppolo? I mean, I don't understand that move by them. Like, could they have like hurt themselves somehow, or or, or you know, do they trade Garoppolo to New England? 
and get and get and get Cam for maybe a year. Yeah, I I don't that that's very that's very possible. You know, I can't see San Fran not drafting Justin Fields. Um, that at early. this point, yeah, I, yeah, you're probably one hundred percent right. You know, you know, for me, I, I guess they they figure Trey Lance isn't as as athletic as Justin Fields. I mean, I don't know. I I I haven't seen that much film of Trey, Trey Lance. I've seen Justin Fields get destroyed during a playoff game and then come back like nothing happened and just light a team up. So you know, he's six three and two twenty. So you know, in the way that. Uh, Kyle Shanahan runs his offense. It's a perfect fit. So I believe that's why they traded up. Unless for some reason the Jets take Justin Fields, which, you know, the Jets can Jets and do that and then leave Zach Wilson on the board for San Francisco. And, you know, you cannot not take Zach Wilson. His arm strength is there. He's shown that he's, he can be accurate. So, but, you know, you say the first four picks are going to be quarterbacks. So are you assuming that Atlanta trades out? Uh, I I I feel they could trade out. I okay. really do. That that's 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 also a very important piece because I mean they I mean yeah Matt Ryan he's he's not old you know he's what thirty three thirty four so they still have a couple of years with him or if they want to if they want to hold on to him so I mean right there at the number four pick if if they don't trade out they 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 could shock everybody and go. They could totally shock everybody and take like Kyle Pitts at that position. Oh, that's not, it's not going to be a shock if Kyle Pitts is is there at four. He's getting drafted, you know, and then you have Kyle Pitts there with Matt Ryan and then whoever they possibly draft next year. We I mean, all we all know that Kyle Pitts is going number ten to Dallas, and we're going to have to face him for the next fifteen years of our lives. Yeah, that would really suck. Let's. I, I would absolutely hate that. It's it, it's going to happen, so I would be prepared. And listen, I'm fine with that as long as the Eagles can draft someone, you know, that can give, you know, the NFC East fits. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. You know, I wasn't impressed. And I know everybody on this podcast, too, wasn't impressed with the Eagles draft last year. You know, you know, no. we that, all that's the, that's the clean way of putting it. <laughs> like, I go into my memories of. You know, when I when I went live on CEV Live on the Facebook page, and I just stood there in complete and utter shock that they drafted Jalen Hurts. Like, I, <laughs> imagine <laughs> Wentz's reaction. <laughs> I I just you know like the whole and I there isn't one person here who can say that was that was a good pick. You know, and even the Jalen Rager pick, like Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson over Justin Jefferson, still doesn't make sense to me. It never will. I can get over all right, DK Metcalf. I can get over that. You know, it is what it is. But we knew we we saw Justin Jefferson in the playoff games with LSU. We knew what he was. Like, like, it's what like, happens when you value analytics and you get you know you get tunnel vision on a certain thing. From what I'm told, the previous year's Super Bowl, I believe, was who was who played not the, this past year, the, Kansas, the year Kansas, Kansas City. They went with speed. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's exactly my point. Right, and that's and, all they took. That's all they looked at was speed. And you know, and I well, on your podcast you brought that up, and I was like, you're absolutely a hundred percent right. Like that's they tried to go to KC way, and they just didn't draft the players who are as talented as the Kansas City players. They're, they're just not like, 
and it happens, but it just happens too often with the Philadelphia Eagles and Hallie Rosen. I have I wouldn't let that dude draft my fantasy team, let alone my favorite football team. I'm sorry. He wouldn't be allowed on my draft. I'd beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what about you, uh, John? Why don't you? Uh... Uh, I don't see Kyle Pitts going past Carolina at eight. Like, uh, um. I, I just don't see him going at 10. There's too many people that see this guy as a generational talent. Like, I know that it's funny to say. Um, I don't see him if he makes it to five Cincinnati passing him up. They drafted a young quarterback. I don't see um, Carolina passing him up. You, you can make the argument the Lions because they drafted Hawkinson Wood. I don't see even Miami passing up on, on Pitts. So uh, I think that you can rest easy that he's not going to end up in Dallas, barring them trading up. Um, I think that I, I, I believe they, we see four quarterbacks picks one through four. Listen, I, I hope, I hope you're right. And I hope, I hope Pitts doesn't go to Dallas, but no, you make a good point about Dallas. Like your offense isn't Dallas's problem. We all know that like their problem last year was they had legitimately the worst defense in the league. So I can honestly see Dallas taking Patrick Sertain. You know he's the best corner in my in my opinion. He's the best corner that's come out of this draft in a while. Although I would like to see him as, as an eagle, but he's gonna be. I think for me, I think Patrick Sertan is gonna be a cowboy. It, it makes total sense at that pick. It does. It, does. it makes total sense for them at that pick. So it's. Uh, I, I see that too. Uh, I don't see them moving up. I see them staying right where they're at. Um, but so, all right. So, so John, you're saying you think that it's going to be a four, four quarterback draft to start it off. So that would be Lawrence Wilson and either fields or Jones to San Francisco followed by either, um, either fields Jones or Trey Lance to To Atlanta, to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, so Everything I've heard so far is that they're they're actually going to stick with their with their pick at four. I just but, I know that Matt Ryan's not like quote unquote old, but he's also not young. Um, and, and he's doing you take a, and he's doing a lot of money. <laughs> and when you take right. when you'd only get in a top four, but so many times, right as a pick, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you're just you're looking at it as you don't it, when you you hope to be in the luxury of a team like Atlanta where you can take a guy and he can sit a year and actually learn or sit a year and actually watch and, and learn what it's like to be in a professional field fil, uh, film room if I can get out of my own way um, you don't really want to draft a quarterback like if you're drafting a quarterback to start year one your franchise is not really in a, you know, they're three or four years away. And I just don't think that, I I think Atlanta has good enough weapons now that if, you know, in a year or two, you see one of these guys take over, that's what you want. You don't want a screeching halt transition. Kyle Pitts is a generational talent. Um, But but with that being said, unless Atlanta trades out and they think, they think that they can, move back and possibly draft a quarterback. I can see New England offering them a trade, Atlanta a trade, because obviously New England owes them something because, you know, of uh, 2016. But um, <laughs> but 
go back and they get Trey Lance. Like you draft Trey Lance in with the fourth pick. You know they have they have Julio Jones. They have Austin. I think they still have Austin Hooper. I know he's in, he's in Cleveland, but they have yeah they have the potential to rebuild their team. And let's be honest, you know the Patriots are what the Patriots are. You know they were terrible last year, but they were they had bad quarterback play. And I know they re-signed. Cam Newton, which shocked the hell out of me, but you know they could be they could be a quarterback and a wide receiver away from being really good, like being good again. Because their defense, Bill Belichick, he's a good defense guy. He is. So, you know, I don't know. I, I like I like Griff how he thinks. You know, Atlanta's going to draft a quarterback of four, but the Patriots could come in and you know steal the fourth pick and possibly get, you know, Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Although I don't think Mac Jones is he's good, but he had really good wide receivers. He had a really good tight end and he had a really good running. He had two good running backs. So I don't know how good Mac Jones is. Alabama quarterbacks are very, very rare to succeed in the NFL. You know, I'm not wishing anything bad on the guy, but you know, for the for the Patriots, you know, if that's the guy they want, hey, I do I hope he doesn't turn into to the next Tom Brady because I don't want to. I don't feel like dealing with that for another twenty seasons. Right. Well, hey, we got we got Bill back. He connected back on again. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> All right. So, um, what, where did I leave? We off? were talking. We were I talking about qu- um, Kyle Pitts and, uh, you know, not and Griffith said not making him past eight, so I just wanted to know what uh, Bill's thoughts were on that. I know he says they're going ten, which I don't think he, I don't think he makes I, it. Honestly, I don't maybe Pitts doesn't even make a pass four at this point. Atlanta could take Pitts. Yeah, that's that's where he's if, that's if, where if they're married to Matt Ryan so much, he, he could go at four. Right, and like I said that that's where they, that's the projection is where they're at. So we'll see. Uh you know, I because I, I, I don't know if you were on when before you cut out, Bill, but I said the Cowboys will probably draft Patrick Sertan. That that's that is on the docket as well. I mean, they need they need like I said they need a cornerback. I I'd like to see us get a cornerback. They also need offensive linemen. We well, you can as, never yeah as do we. Yeah, you can never go wrong with an offensive lineman. And that's where I got annoyed at with the with the Eagles last year. It was like, all right, if there wasn't a receiver or the best player available at that time, you know, Griffith said it on our one podcast, you take the best available lineman that you stock up on offensive linemen. That's all you do. Now, you know, you traded your pick to Miami, and now they're going to get Sewell from Oregon, who's the best lineman in the draft. I would As much as I would have loved to get Devontae Smith and all that, I still don't want my quarterback running around for his life. We don't need the we don't need the sexy pick at this point. That's why I'm I'm kind of leaning towards J.C. Horn. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like him. Too. I mean, his, his first his first name begins with a J. I mean, I know it's not Jalen, but it's J.C. <laughs> <laughs> There's any way we can legally get him to change it to Jalen? I'm all for it. But I think that's I'd be happy there. I'd be happy if they go cornerback first two picks. Like they did with Shepard and Brown so many years ago. Yeah, like they, we we just get these guys, these cornerbacks. We either plug them in there when they're not ready, or we get like the Darius Slay on the tail end of their careers. Yeah. And 
very it's a very expensive thing to do signing quarterbacks at this point. Yeah, and you had a I think before you cut out, you were talking about the analytics of football and everything else. And like, like analytics doesn't belong in football. It doesn't like it. There's no reason, you know, that they, the Eagles hired a guy to be an analytical guy. Like you just throw, you just play the game. Well, well, I mean, I think there is a place for it. I don't think it should be the final decision maker for your draft. Like you, you can, you can use analytics to an advantage, but I don't think you should have some, guy sitting behind the computer sitting there saying no this is who you're taking like this isn't money ball okay this isn't this this isn't how this isn't how the nfl works you just i mean they all have a position i mean they all have a place for it but it shouldn't be what drives your decision making at the draft you know it's just okay this guy runs a little faster this guy you know he his his 40 times good this guy his vertical leap is amazing you know it's good for that kind of stuff but like in today's NFL, if you're using analytics, Jerry Rice is a nobody. It should, it should be a and, tool you use, but not the be all end all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I have no problem with a computer nerd, you know, getting a job in the NFL to help out the, the general manager and and the, the scouting staff with making decisions for for the draft and like the, or or even free agency, you know, but. When it comes down to it, you're right. It's it's not the end all decision maker. It shouldn't be. Careers are too short. Exactly. Yeah, NFL stands not for long. So, yeah. unless you're Tom Brady, who's I feel like I was ten when he got drafted. Yeah, well, outlier <laughs> statistics. <laughs> if if you study statistics at all, you don't focus on the outliers. But now, look, Correct. but like, like, Correct. like back to Bill's point about J.C. Horn, like it, it's not a sexy pick, but he's a good corner. Draft him. You know, you go back to that draft where the Eagles, you know, their first three picks, it was Lita Shepard, Sheldon Brown and Michael Lewis. And that legitimately solidified their secondary for the next four seasons. You already had you already had Brian Dawkins back there. You know, you needed to replace Bobby Taylor, uh, Troy Vincent and the terrible Blaine Bishop, at, like you said, at the tail end of his career. And that's what they did. So maybe that's what they need to do. You know, go with, you know, J.C. Horn. You know, then we'll see about, you know, who is at round two or round three that's available that's named Jalen. <laughs> or we'll just trade up and get Jalen Waddle. I mean, that's one of them. Uh, well, it's funny you mention his name because the mock draft I'm looking at right here on CBS Sportsline has Jalen Waddle at pick twelve? I got the same Eagles. draft up. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they also have, like I said, pick eleven. Uh, New England trading up to take Mac Jones, but if if Jalen Waddle falls to the Eagles you at have twelve, to take him. and you know, you have to, yeah, you have to take him at that. There's, I mean, yeah, you have to. I agree, you have to. You'll never, you won't get another wide receiver of that kind of talent in, in the draft. He, he, he would be the absolute last. Although, like take. again, I wouldn't be upset if they drafted J.C. Uh, Horn because who wouldn't want to see Joe Horn's son out on the field grabbing a cell phone from the goalpost? Like, who wouldn't, who wouldn't love to see that? <laughs> a, fan, a fantasy football <laughs> stalwart for me, Joe Horn. <laughs> uh, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Pretty sure I had him last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but uh, so 
you know, we, we talked all, you know, we're talking these mock drafts. So here's my thing. So, all right, so Jalen Waddle's there. We all know we want Jalen Waddle or we want J.C. Horn. What if Micah Parsons is available? I think he's going to be. I think I think he's going to be there. I actually yeah, think I, I do too. He 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 might go to he might go to the Raiders. He might go to the Giants. You know you know he's in that area. So I think if Waddle's gone, I think the Eagles trade back out. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, I think they drop back, and you know hopefully Howie can sucker someone into a bad trade, where he just first round pick for twenty twenty two. Because, you know, he's banking on the Eagles being terrible. He's going to try and rebuild the draft. So, you know, if Jalen Waddle's not – just say if Jalen Waddle and J.C. Horn aren't available at 12, would you trade out? Would you – let me first say, would you be mad if they traded out? Well, hold on a second. Because if those guys aren't available, then other people who are slated above have to have fallen. So it, de- it exactly. depends who else falls, right? Well, the, the only two right. picks who may fall is Slater from Northwestern, the offensive lineman, and Mac Jones, if he's not drafted. That, that would be the people who would be uh, – who, who I think would be there. Because somebody's going to fuck this draft up. Excuse my French. Somebody's going to take someone – and I hope it's not the Eagles because I, I can't deal with it again. <laughs> but you know someone someone's going to draft someone <laughs> that shouldn't be available – and you're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? So, but just off. The, so, so we're saying that Mac Jones and Rashawn Slater are the guys who are available that are there. But Jalen Waddle or J.C. Horn are off the, or they're off the board. Like somebody just shot the world, and the you know, and and took him. Would you be mad if they traded out? Would you be upset? You know, or would you be like, all right, cool, you drift, you trade it out, now I can go to bed. Because I don't know we'll stay up for the rest of the draft. If you're going to ask me personally, um, and I'm sure Bill will have more of an emotional investment in it, but when I look at the Philadelphia Eagles team, and if they were to trade out and get additional picks, that's even better for where the franchise stands because they're not in a win this year or even really win next year mode. No, you're 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 100 correct. correct. Like, dude, correct. Dude, listen, I love the Eagles. Like, I, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know. Everyone knows I'm a Carson Wentz guy, but I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. He's my quarterback. You know, as long as I know he's going to be in the team in 2022, I'll most likely have his jersey. It's, it's, I have every single Eagles quarterback's jersey, you know, from the last, like, 20 years that I've, that I've purchased. So, you know, we'll see. Go ahead, Bill. How's that, how's that Nate Sudfeld jersey coming along? Starting quarterback, starting quarterback. I'm going to get his San Francisco jersey, though. As you should. <laughs> I, that's why I don't think they'll draft quarterback. They got subs in them. Oh, Jesus Christ! What, what was it? What was it that you said <laughs> on that driveway athletes about Sudfeld? Because I texted you too because it was ridiculous. I believe you will not besmirch the good name, yes. Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> besmirch. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. Besmirch is a very good Thank word. Thank you. Trademark. Put it Sudfeld. on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Trademark. Do not besmirch Nate Sudfeld. The shirt. <laughs> All right. So, how would you feel, Bill? So, you know, obviously Griff gave his uh, his opinion, you know, and I think we're all in agreement. But let, let's see how emotional attached you are to the number twelve pick if those guys are drafted. I wouldn't feel bad about it. I actually wouldn't. 
It just depends on the take. And you got to eventually hit on some of these draft picks. It's one thing like to do the same hanky route and have 10 second-round draft picks, but if you're not going to hit on any of them, what's the point? That's the importance of it all. Not where you pick, it's who you pick and how. Like, you have to hit. You have to... You have to at least bet 500 in this draft, no matter yeah. where you pick. No, Is the difference between the number 12 pick and the number 16 pick all that much? Probably not. But you better be sure damn hit it on that 16 pick. Yeah, un- unfortunately, the Eagles haven't hit on a pick in a while. It's, uh, unfor- the last pick they hit on was Wentz in like the last like five seasons. I, I, I mean, Miles Sanders could be a hit. Goddard I, could be a hit. I mean, first round. I'm sorry, first round. Oh. I apologize. No, I listen. I like Goddard. You know, I like Sanders. You know, if you go back and look at the when was Sanders drafted? 2018. Yeah, yeah. If you go back and look at that, uh, yes, that, that draft. If they don't draft Miles Sanders, it's probably the worst draft in the history. Like, he should be fired for that for that draft. He should be fired for a lot more drafts. <laughs> yeah, and. And the reports that I'm reading right now that even though, like, Howie Roseman is, like, the, the, the son that Jeffrey Lurie never had, it's, like, he, he's actually drafting for his job this year. Like, this, like, like word is, you know, that, that he's actually on the hot seat, which it's about time. If it's true, it's about time. So, I mean, but to what you were asking, Chris, I don't think I would be upset if, Eagles drafted any of those players you mentioned, or if they traded out of the first round to to acquire more capital for the rebuild, like Griff suggested. Because, I mean, me, I'm going to find a positive, even though I may be upset with it somewhat. I'll I'll still find the positive outlook for it and think like how do, how are they thinking? What what's their mindset? Why are they why they make this move no matter what? I mean. But then, like what Bill said, you, you have to hit on a draft pick. My, at some my, point. my biggest fear is so, he's, he's accumulating all these draft picks to trade for Russell Wilson in his thirties because they've always had this infatuation with Russell Wilson. Well, that's true. They they always have, and that that name has always popped up. It's followed them ever since he got drafted. When Russell Wilson was asked about it, he said that he spoke on the phone with Coach Reed and said, "I'm going to win you a Super Bowl." and then they never it never happened. He got drafted by Seattle. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can see Jeffrey Lurie being one of those guys that chases a player, which is apparently why he went out and got Jalen Hurts because he felt that he was the most Russell Wilson like in that draft. So he had them pick higher, take him higher, to assure themselves they get their Russell Wilson. But they're not even sure if he's the guy now. Which makes the whole Carson Wentz fiasco even more maddening because there's a bunch of different reports. One just came out yesterday where the Eagles are quietly talking about possibly moving back into the top ten because they don't the person that they're targeting they don't feel will be there at twelve. So there's there's all kinds of scenarios that are flying around right now, and it, it's us and and actual reporters and, you know, other people and regular fans like us. We don't know what they're going to do. And we just have to see I mean, it, it's see what fine happens. to be an active owner. But at some point, you got to know, you got to right. know that you don't know enough to know. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, at some point, there's scouts that 
have been doing this for 30, 40 years, you might want to delegate a little rather than, you know, the fancy of the month, you know, the shiny yeah. new toy. They've always yeah. been a shiny new toy organization. They've done it with Chip Kelly. They've done it with the numerous things. Like they become enamored with the, the new thing, this shiny new thing. And it just, at some, it's his team. He could do whatever he wants, but you got to know right. that you don't know. Well, you're right because how Lurie is, because you got to look at how Lurie maybe thinks. Okay, so we hired Chip Kelly, and we know Chip Kelly was a success his first season. You know, it is what it is. But Chip Kelly was the guy who never took the ball first. You know, he changed the game that way. So Lurie looks at it like, ah, oh, well, I, I, this guy did this. He changed football this way. Then he signs Doug Peterson, and Doug Peterson went for it on fourth down all the time, like fourth and two, I, I don't know why we had a punter. So you know we're we are thank multiple. you, thank you. I don't know why we have kickers. <laughs> awesome. So you know, then he looks at then he looks at that and he's like, well, you know what? He's like, Doug Dougie changed the game. So he's like, you know, I'm bringing in guys who are changing the game. So maybe I got to get my feet dirty and my hands wet, and you know, maybe put my input into the uh, into the game. And it doesn't work that way. It just does it you know if i'm if i buy just say if someone comes up and offers a gazillion dollars for the eagles you got to buy it and then that owner's got to go and say listen i want you to go to the dallas cowboys get their head scouts i want them i want their recruiting staff i want the guys that scout them because if the eagles had that with the coaches they had on doug peterson's staff they would be one of the best teams in the nfl like, I would rate I would rate the Pittsburgh and Green Bay organizations first. Well, for for scouting, definitely, definitely Pittsburgh and definitely Pittsburgh for wide receivers. Oh, without a doubt, I was going to say Pittsburgh's my would be my choice to to go after. And we had so, we had scouting. somebody from Kansas City. We had the general manager, correct? Yeah, and he went to Cleveland, didn't he? And we let him we let him walk out the door. Yeah. Yep, that they did. That they did. Oh. They let him walk. You're they right. also don't develop players very well, um, especially offensive players. I, d- I don't think Schwartz, Schwartz was much of a yeah, developer no. on the defensive end either. No. It, it was, yeah, it I was agree Schwartz's way or no way, plain and simple. That, that's all it was. Play this way. I don't care if you get beat. Just, you know, listen, we all know what Schwartz was. You know, he, he was able – he was great from the 20 to the 20, and he had a really good goal line defense. You know, I mean, it's not that hard to have a good goal line defense if you had the players for it, but that's that's what it was. He, he was good from the 20 to 20. We'd give up 400 – we'd give up over 500 yards passing in the Super Bowl, and all you had to do was outscore Tom Brady, and they got lucky. You know, they made one play on defense, but you're right. He doesn't develop – well, not – at that time, he didn't – like, what did Russell Douglas ever do to him? What does Sidney Jones ever do to him? You know, Russell Douglas is on, is he's going to be on a good Carolina team. So I don't so we'll see what what he does. He was decent last year. Now Sidney Jones was on Jacksonville last year. You know, he led the team in interceptions. Now, granted Jacksonville won two games. So I don't know was he the best best cornerback on a really bad team? You know, you, for me, you know, you don't know what we have with Sidney Jones yet. Uh, now they have the quarterback. Now in two seasons, if they're going twelve and four, and you know Sidney Jones is you know playing like Jalen Ramsey, 
I may fight Schwartz if I ever see him face to face. I never understood, and I'm not <laughs> going to stand here and say Jim Schwartz is an idiot and this, that, and the other. Because he's not. He's an okay coach. He's not a genius. I never understood the cachet that the organization gave him as far as drafting input. And pretty much he was allowed to operate with no cause for consequence. Like, they they looked at him at, like almost as the heir apparent to Peterson after the first year. And I never understood that. He, ne- he never showed that in Detroit, and he certainly didn't show it here. So it's funny. You, you bring that up about being the heir apparent. Now, I know Eric has. Did you guys read that article by The Athletic about that whole thing? I've read excerpts. So I'll, I'll email it to you. It's like I really think that if they didn't win the Super Bowl that year, Doug Peterson was going to get fired. I refuse to pay a dollar a month for the athletic when I pay three dollars for the daily news a day. <laughs> I, I got to draw the line somewhere. I think, I think you're the only <laughs> dude who reads the daily news. I know this 75 year old man said that to me at the A plus the other day. Thanks. <laughs> you you don't buy the Saturday daily news, do you? The Saturday daily news, yeah, it's standing right in front. How many pages? Is it? <laughs> How many pages? Is it like 13? It's about 34. <laughs> But you know, I, I, like, still, I still can't jump over it though. So there's that. That's my yeah. vertical. So, but like, like the whole Doug Peterson and, and Schwartz thing, and like why Lori loved him, like it never made sense. And I think, like reading this article, it was like they poured Gatorade on Doug Peterson after that Week One win over Washington. I remember that. Like, like think about how much of a player's coach he was. And I don't, I don't think that sat well. Like reading this article, it definitely didn't sit well with Howie Roseman. It definitely didn't sit well with Howie Roseman. And you know, Howie Roseman, like Eric said, you know, he's uh, Jeffrey Lawyer's long lost son, and he, you know, he must have went in there and was like, "Dude, this is crazy," and like because they belittled and belittled Peterson. Peterson, Peterson, should, I don't care. Peterson should have been like, "I'm gonna sleep with your ex wife, Christine, and you're gonna deal with it." Because I gave you your first Super Bowl in this franchise's, you know, however many year history, and Jeffrey Lloyd had been like, "All right, well, I'm not gonna be a better dude. You're right. You brought me a lot of money." So, the fact that Roseman outlasted Peterson is mind-boggling to me. The fact that Roseman has outlasted now three head coaches is mind-boggling to me. That that's what gets me. I mean. I mean, obviously, I mean, is it three or is it actually two? Because, like, he really didn't have anything to do yeah, with, I, I, with, with Chip Kelly. Chip, Ke- Chip, Chip Kelly, when he got here, call. was his call. And then Chip Kelly blew up. And there was a risk there. We're going to take a fast commercial break here on the Philly Philly podcast. And we'll be back in about 60 seconds. See you on the other side. Welcome back to the Philly Philly podcast presented by CEDsports.com. This is post-commercial. We are still here with John Griffin and Bill DeRozier of the Driveway Athletes podcast. So we will pick up the podcast right where we left off. Yeah. 
they were flying them around in the you know the private yes, jet. And they, you know, last minute they got to fly them down to Tampa or Florida. I mean, let me tell you, I I worked for the Eagles at the time when they got Chip Kelly. Um, so I it's your fault. Part of their game day staff. And so it's your fault this happened. What's that? <laughs> so we had our um uh, our end of year staff party, and it was like. All the game day people, you know, just in one of the the, the clubs, the the, the the sweet block club boxes that they have up there, and you know, we're just you know having a good time, and they actually brought him through. Like Chip Kelly came through, he went up to the bar and he had like all these uh, like tickets for like a voucher for a beer. And he was he basically it was funny, like he was making it rain. He just threw them all up in the air and said, "Drinks for everybody," and I'm like. What's going on here? You know, now, like, was this, was this before or after you knocked little Timmy out of the way on an Eagles touchdown? Okay. Oh, this was this was after. This was a yeah. This was after. Yeah, yeah. That not a, not a proud moment there, but you know, whatever. I mean, like I, I got the fist bump to Sean Jackson, so I didn't care. I'm surprised he didn't miss three games with a broken <laughs> hand after that. <laughs> uh, little Timmy was missing three teeth. I'll tell you that much, but whatever. His dad was so pissed. But um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, you're right though. They they treated him like a shiny new toy, and and they 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 paraded Chip Kelly around all over the place. Like I said, they he he come walking through for that party. It was him. Um, Smolensky. Who's their little? The, what's the well, no, Smolensky was there. Merrill Reese. Yeah. I forgot that little leprechaun. He come walking through with them too, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure he's five with a very big voice. He is a small. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, they they did. They paraded him around. They they gave him the keys to the city, and it started out great, and then it just nosedived. But, whew, yeah. So, but yeah, that that entire article from the Athletic was just crazy. Like they, they honestly. In, in meetings, like, um, uh, what you call it? Peterson had all the, all these ideas would say stuff, and they like laugh in his face. Like not not just Roseman, but like Lori. Like they would laugh at the man because they didn't bring him in there to have the fact opinion. that they like put him on trial on a weekly basis about what he did in the game is just it's terrible. Like that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Chip Kelly had enough of like. Look, dude, go back to making V.I. Warshawski with Kathleen Turner because I'm a football coach. Like, oh right, right. Go, go count your money, Jeff. I'm a football coach. Don't ask me why I didn't run the ball or pass the ball enough. And you know what? You just brought up – you just made a very good point. Like, he may have – he literally that, that's, may that's have That's probably what happened because they're, I mean, they're they, hiring glad-handing yes-men. But Sirianni's going to tell him everything he wants to yeah, hear, and, Mr. Lurie. Yeah, and, and Sirianni is great. Like I I absolutely love his interviews. I, I, I love the interviews. He's got a lot of energy. He's, you know, he, he's ready to go. You know, and he just loves talking ball. He has a great time doing it, and I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm, I'm nervous about the entire, like, the rookie coaches all across the board. I'm very nervous about that, but we have to see what happens. But yeah, though, uh, back to like Kelly real quick. He 
I can honestly see that's why he dismantled the team the way he did, like just like letting Deshaun Jackson <coughs> go without getting anything for him. You know, like, he just he just made decisions that everyone scratched their head. Now, now I'm looking at it going, huh? Oh, well, I I wonder if he uh, <laughs> I wonder if he um if he did that on purpose as so, like a final I just wanna... I'm out the door. Let's not forget though that Chip Kelly did go to San Francisco and was god awful there. You know, oh, so hard. I think yeah, he that was. he has he a little was. bit of self, like but, he's willing to light himself on fire. Um, but he also thinks he's smart enough that he won't burn. You know, like he, he just and he didn't exactly light the world ablaze this year at UCLA. In fact, there was almost a no, mutiny no. with that team. I like he may have had good reason. Like I'm not going to sit here and say like he may have not been justified for for you know, tossing the match on the gasoline on the way out, but he hasn't done anything to say like, oh, they really mismanaged him. I think he mismanaged himself a lot as well. That is true. He he, he definitely doesn't... Um, well, he likes the he smell of his own care. farts. It's <laughs> that clear. I mean, I do too, but... He, yeah, I, but there's a level. Like, he thinks everybody else should like the smell of his farts. That's true. No one should like the smell of my farts, but you're right. Now, you realize, back, piggybacking off of Bill um, with Lori, did you realize that V.S. Schwarzky is, you know, a bunch of short novel stories? There's 20 books about her? <laughs> Wait, what? You brought up V.I. with Schwarzky, whatever her name is. With yeah, that. with Kathleen Turner. Yeah, there's 20 novels. <laughs> Why? I don't know why there's 20 novels. 20 just, novels. I just had to look it up just to see. And there's literally from 1982, and there's there was just one made in 2020. Deadly. There was just one made? Like m- books. Uh, like books. There's books about V.I. Schwarzky. 20 of them. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got nothing, but I hope he makes a sequel <laughs> to get him out of the, the draft. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go Sixers. 100%. <laughs> so, uh, I'd rather have Joel Embiid make a draft pick. Can't be worse. My thoughts exactly. I actually think that he I think he could actually make a draft pick. Like he would use the eye test. This guy's good. Take him. Matt he would have less of an emotional I, attachment to these guys. It. Matt Moore just gave up back-to-back home runs all with two outs. It's 4 to 1. So real fast, um, when you read that, I haven't read it, but enough of what you guys are saying and enough of what I've seen. Um, what made the Eagles successful under Joe Banner and Andy Reid was that Lurie kind of stayed away. And I don't know that any franchise in the modern NFL does well when the owner of the franchise is elbow deep in decision making. Can you can you name right like the Washington football team has been bad forever, Dallas has been bad, the Raiders have been bad. Like where do we have such a hands-on franchise owner and success? It worked without Davis in the eighties. Like I don't, I don't think yeah, but it worked uh, recently at all. You can't. But that that whole thing doesn't work. Once the salary cap like was invented. Like or or started whatever you want to say once once the, the, that kind of of leadership just doesn't work when you could just go out and buy players or or it, it doesn't matter you can sign everybody yeah like it, 
that works when you can't i just feel like the meddling owner just wears now, thin. you're right when, when it comes to the salary cap when there was no salary cap and the owners were involved you know they would do everything to win look at ed snyder before the salary cap was put in installed in the nhl he did everything to bring this city uh, mm-hmm. a, another stanley cup and it just never worked and then once once the salary cap was instilled you know he he took a step back and was like all right do what you got to do they're still bad. They're still bad now. They still, as a franchise, haven't adjusted. So, but yeah, no, but you're right. Like owners, like that's, that's why you hire these people. That's why you make money. You can only make money, you know, and get the best players by hiring the people to look at the best players. It's why you have these scouts to do their job. Not hire. That's what I was, that's what I was trying to say already. They don't know enough. They don't know that they don't know enough. I don't. I don't want to hear a guy from Yale who studied computers and the metric system and money breakdown. I, I, he should not be drafting JJ Ortega Whiteside. Like, like if you find out that that's a dude that drafted JJ Ortega Whiteside, don't don't ever get his face in there because you know he's going to get beat up. <laughs> yeah, but that's not his fault either. He's providing right, you a right. statistical at a. Like readout, it's you as digit, right? So like, it's where they would benefit from having like a like a president or something like that, like an even more in between between Lori and Roseman, um, because that statistician, all they're trying to do is give you a prediction. It's up to you to make the pick. Right, he's not going in there guns ablaze and saying pick this guy, pick this guy. He's providing information, and they're falling in love with it. And you guys know how st- – if you play fantasy football, you know how statistics work. You can justify falling in love with anybody. Now you're right. You're right. Hap- happens to some teams every year. They fall in love with their guys, and they wind up three and, you know, 11. And over the cap. Bingo. You all right over there, Eric? <laughs> all right. Interesting. Yeah, I'm – I'm just listening to you guys. I'm, watch, I'm watching the Phillies get destroyed. I'm listening to you guys talk, and I'm. I'm uh, are you, are you looking at what stuff. kicker you're going to draft in the third round? Don't get me started. I'm. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. No. Thankfully, thankfully, I don't have to draft any kickers because I have one on my team already. And in the other league, we don't have kickers anymore. We got rid of kickers. And if you if you have an opening in that IDT league, I want to be in that league. I'll drop out every other league. <laughs> Dude, that 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 league it's a super flex league. So we have a quarterback, and we can start a quarterback at, at super flex. We have a regular flex position: two two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, three IDP players, and no and, kickers. And a flex you... IDP player. Dude, I fell in love at no kickers. No kickers. We actually, we actually just got rid. Of do you miss? Do you miss them at all? Seasons ago, kickers and defensive. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. So, no. not so at all. Who do you think the number one ranked kicker in uh, coming out is? Like, where do you think? What schools do you think they're from? Why are we doing this? <laughs> well. Just because it's fuzzy, and I got to be the guy who starts trouble. But the kicker from Miami, Florida, Jose, well, I'm not even going to try and say his last name. He's ranked the number one kicker, and he's ranked 224th. 
So that means he's a seventh round pick. That's how dare you? Two hundred twenty-four <laughs> too high. Kickers, kickers stink. I'm sorry. There's no reason that when you go on the NFL websites and look at all-time leading scorers, that more. So okay. So here, here's my one. question. No. No. Obviously, we again, you know, your disdain for kickers, you know, and Bill's disdain for kickers. I don't hate kickers as much as you guys do. I hate Roman Quinn more than I hate kickers. They're pointless, Chris. But, but here's my thing. They're pointless. But here's my thing. Do you not like them because the kicker for the Philadelphia Eagle is absolutely terrible? I have a Jake Elliott jersey. How do you like that? Why? Same. Why not? How about that? You really have a Jake Elliott? You sure it's not Brian Elliott? And it just you just got to put it on an Eagles jersey? I'll show you a picture of it. <laughs> no, I believe you. Listen, I'll wear I had, it to your house. Listen, if I had you a... ever invite me over for tea and scrumpets. I'll wear it. He stinks. I would trade Matt Moore tea right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, you're watching the Phillies. It's... What do you do? What do you do? Because I must be delayed. Um, Four one. But three, two count. you know, like, like, so you don't <laughs> like kickers. Just it's not because of your disdain. Because there's no. Here's here's the thing. They can they can earn a living. Have at it. Yeah, more tip to you. But in fantasy football, how much strategic involvement is involved with the kicker? Nine out of ten teams, or eight out of ten teams, depending on what league you are, drafted in the last round, and he just go ah, give me a kicker. Might as well just draw it out of a hat. No, someone will take Justin Tucker. That's, that's that was the eight out of ten, nine out of ten. That, yeah, that that <laughs> one Mosley who, in like you know, drafts a kicker early and expects a run to happen of kickers. Like you can't just wait the last round like everybody, like a decent person. Now, now, before you hopped on, I had said, you know, about fantasy football. Okay, I now, said that's my one rule I have. I said we take the the last pick. Is always a kicker. I don't get so it. So then why? So then why have them? Well, I don't. Run, I don't. Run, I don't. Run, I don't. That's run not that. an excuse. That's not an now, excuse to keep doing something because you've always done it. Tradition is a block of progressive. Now, now here, here's an example. Yes, it absolutely is, and you know why? In in the in this one league I'm in, the one that that whole super flex and all that stuff, we got rid of, like I said, kickers and defense. Or we have a 20-round draft. And my very last pick last year, now, mind you, we have our keepers. We also have keepers. We can keep two guys, and they start from round six and on. So if I, say, draft a guy in round six and I keep him the following year, I lose my fifth-round pick. So this past draft, my 20th pick was Justin Herbert. So. Phenomenal, and all I lose is my 19th round pick in this coming draft. That's amazing. Now, would I have that? Would I have that to me if I had to draft a freaking kicker? No, I wouldn't care. So I, I, I found value in the second year of having. You're melting my no heart. Kickers. It's a beautiful. I found thing. Amazing I'm in tears over here. So, John, what so, what kicker are you? I don't care. This year? <laughs> um, I mean, so like. I so I'm in three leagues. Two two have no kickers, um, and you know how it goes. It's the same thing, Chris. I'm going to take who's available at my last pick. Um, 
and it's not like I'm doing any research. Okay, maybe I'll take whoever's the kicker in Denver a year, you know, like because they play in, in altitude half their games. But the reality is, is like if you do, I don't care if you open your draft magazine two seconds before your draft starts, that's more research than you're doing that, that you're not doing on quarterback or, or, or like, um, or kicker. Um, and you, nobody does any kicker. Like, what are you doing? Oh, they're this good when they play in a dome and this good when they play outdoors and games over 50 and they get this many attempts at 30 yards and this, and an attempt at 50 yards is worthless. Come on. I really, Come I really on. think you do that for a lot of field goals. I don't think they're going to be good in the red zone this week. Nobody's doing No, Nobody's the only, doing. No, the only research. You just plug them in there because it's always been done since the original fantasy football. Thing. Right. The, only, the game changes. The only research I do when it comes to kicker is who's got the longest buy. Like, this guy's on buy till when? Like, when's his buy? Oh, it's weird. It's actually not bad research. That's the only thing I do. Because then that means I don't have to go 10 weeks. I don't have to worry about a kicker for 10 weeks. But it's the it's the effectiveness. Like, my opinion when it comes to kickers, it's like if you play poker with wild cards, you're a child. Um, it's the same thing. Um, grow up. <laughs> why do you want to just in, interject the most random reason why a guy gets points just because what one time your kicker got you 15 and it won you the last week of a season and put you in the playoffs. Like it, it, you're throwing this like fantasy football is random enough, but if you actually look at kickers, you're just throwing this random thing. Oh, the team didn't get close enough to score and it wasn't too windy to go for it. So instead you kicked a field goal. Like you're not predicting anything. You can actually look at like how a player uh, scores points as opposed to their projection and make a reasonable guess with kicker. You can't, it's literally just saying twos are wild. This it's game. a way it's a wasted, it's a wasted roster spot and a wasted, at least one transaction a year provided they don't get hurt. And if your transactions are capped in a league, then it's, it's just a waste. Well, get out of that yeah. league. Get out of that league if your transactions um, are capped. No, no, you're right. And, and luckily, I'm in a well, league. Well, if Eric or if would welcome me into his beautiful league. I mean, listen. Full of, me, full listen, of no kickers. Listen, we, if you guys want to start up a fantasy league, make it like 50 bucks. You know, I'm in. But anyway, no, but you're right. Like, fortunately, I'm in a league where you don't lose you – don't, you don't lose points for a missed field you're, you're in a league that's like $500, and you want to do ours for 20 Come on. <laughs> it's, on, it's, it's it's six hundred and it's split to it's split down the middle. So relax. I'm relaxed. And they use kickers. They use kickers. <laughs> Grow up for six hundred dollars. Not for six hundred dollars. You're drafting yeah. kickers out the wazoo. Oh, you know, not, but you know what's funny is this bill. Bill brings up like how expensive my league is, and my partner's like, "All right, maybe no, you draft a goddamn kicker in the fifteenth or sixteenth round. That's where you go, and then you draft our defense. You know, and you get a defense who's a, who's you get a defense who's going to win games because like you get points for wins. Like you get like a you get you get like a hundred points for a win and fifty points for a loss. No, you, I'm sorry. Four, here's I'm sorry. You don't. You don't lose, I'm sorry. You don't get points for a loss. It's just. It's just zero. So, you. I want to. I want a defense who's going to win games. I don't care if they're going to give up seventy points, but they're scoring seventy-two. Like we took the Eagles the one year. They went thirteen and three. So, 
you know, that was fine. You know, I mean, that year they were scoring touchdowns and getting sacks. But, you know, if you get like an average team, you know, who's like if you, you would hit out lucky on the Cowboys in 2016 because they won 13 games. They didn't have they didn't score a lot of points on defense, but they did enough every game to win that, you know, they were 13 and three and they got the number one seed. I went in so far last year, tried to play without a kicker, and it would have been an automatic forfeit. I went the whole Gene Hackman and Hoosiers route. Like my team's out on the my team's out on the field. I'm not playing without a kicker, and it would be an automatic forfeit because it's a some inane rule. But I tried to play. I tried to well, make a may- point and play without one. Then do the reverse. Then do the reverse. So the only way you make a position valuable is to make it scarce. Right, it's why quarterback. If you're in a one quarterback league, is not that valuable. So, dra- roster three kickers. Now, all of a sudden, teams won't. <laughs> you know, like if everybody else. If you're in, seriously, if you want to, you can make the reverse point. Make it hard to find a kicker. They'll never go for it because it's not the way it's always been done. Now, uh, so is this is this a league where you can only have you can only carry two position players at each position, or three or four? It's the one you got thrown out of, Chris. Well, I didn't really get thrown out of it. I left. So, <laughs> so I'm still waiting on my ten dollars um, from that fat fucking cheap bastard. Um, but whoa, whoa, keep a PG over here, Richard what was, Pryor. What was it? You can only carry two. You can only carry He's two on kickers. Fire. I forget. I don't know. No, I mean, you, you, no, you, you, you can only carry one. Oh, you can, see, I don't know. I, every, every league's different. Like, I know in the one league I'm in, you can kind you of... You have to have two quarterbacks for some stupid reason, too. Again, I'm going to interject my own beliefs here, and I'll let Chris let you get to your point. Don't be in a league where they dictate how many roster slots you have to dictate oh, for certain positions. Personally, if you want to carry four quarterbacks, if you want to carry one quarterback, that's up to you. You're going to be hurting somewhere else. There isn't a positional advantage to doing it other than you want to make sure the waivers contain a certain amount of players, which is ridiculous. It's silly. No league, no like professional. So, honestly, at this point, the only reason I'm in this league is because I just got my brother and father into it last year. After getting them, right. After and, getting myself thrown out of their league that they were in for years and they went with me. So now I feel guilty. So now I have to be. In <laughs> so take away me being thrown out of like, that league was, was filled with a bunch of crybabies before. I even drafted in that league. Like, Still is. Still like is, it's Chris. it's a it's amazing. Like these grown men, what they complain about. Like I just thought it was. It's it's a game. It's for fun. Yeah, you're at, you're echo you're echoing what my dad said all year. Oh really? Yeah. What are they? A bunch of kids? You're, you're, they argue all week long. Your commissioner in any fantasy league, your commissioner should be like a ref in a sports league. You shouldn't notice them. You shouldn't notice them. Well, not 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 our league, buddy. It, it was exactly. even like that. It was even like that with fantasy baseball for the one year I was on. Like, in in my one in my one fantasy league, we uh, the one that I've been in for a long time that 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 league I was talking about. It's been the same guys for like twenty years, and we give or take a couple that came have come and gone but when i first got there all these guys did was complain and cry about everything everything 
and I just sat back. I was like, whatever. I, I didn't get involved in anything. I still don't. Like every now and then, I'll just like in an email or check chat board, I'll interject a, a comment or my opinion. But oh man, for the longest time, I was but like, listen, why am I? It, it's one thing These to like joke around children. and break each other's balls because obviously that's what me and Bill do. Like, but it's another thing. Like when you are like like as Bill said, a child. Like. You know, like we joke around, but you, you couldn't make trades in those leagues unless somebody got the best trade. It was never, it was never. Oh well, maybe maybe we can be similar. But like, no, you know, you know, FZ had to have the best had to, had to win the trade, or SM had to have the be- had to win the trade, and they were two of the biggest little bitches I've ever dealt with in my life. I know they're your boys, Bill, and that's why I didn't say their name. But you know, yeah. <laughs> well, one definitely isn't. The other, <laughs> but like it just just on fantasy alone, like uh, human beings, they're probably cool as can be. But when it comes to fantasy, that those are my opinions on. Like SM, everything's what, a discussion and debate. It's not worth having for right. a week long, like text message thing. So, but uh, my dad's delivering mail in Germantown. He's going to throw his phone out there. Yeah, out there. <laughs> just because he can't deal with the text messages on a Tuesday afternoon about a random point accusation or something. <laughs> So my advice, if anybody's in a league like that, is to start getting into writing like league bylaws. Um, it, it could squash a lot of this. Like everything is a different decision, and if the commissioner's involved in a trade, it's treat, treated different than if a league member's involved in a trade, or um, other things like that. Because um, if you're in some of these leagues, you know I've left a bunch of leagues. You guys have left leagues where, like, you know, it, it's it's either crying or it's ridiculous, you know, that people need to be that hard up for 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 the money. Um, so, like, I, I think that just sitting down and writing down, writing out certain rules makes it, it can either there. These are the rules. You could take it or no, leave you're it. You know, at that point, personally. Okay. No, no, I, just personally, it solves a lot. Like, I've had issues. Everybody who's played fantasy has had issues around trades. I've had issues around trades. So I wrote out the specific rules. And it's like, these are the rules. This is how it works. If you don't like it, you know, don't come back to baby. And, like, I always sit there and say, like, that's it's one of the reasons why I stopped being a fantasy football commissioner is because, like, like Bill you alluded to, like, everyone just cries about everything. Because, well, you know, if you knew that that trade was going to happen – then you should have offered it. Well, then why you didn't know? So why didn't you offer it? If you're not if you're not working the phones, that's on you, personally. And if you don't think a trade's fair, it's not supposed to be fair. Like somebody's supposed to feel, um, it's, you know, it should help each team. Someone shouldn't be a clear loser, but help is in the eye of the beholder too. You don't have to go down and say, like, this isn't a fit, like, quote unquote, fair trade. And I think I feel like in most fantasy leagues where most problems come from, it's that everybody gets worked up about a quote unquote fair trade. Fair is never going to happen in a trade. Different positions are worth more. Different people value different players more. All it has to look like is it isn't ridiculous, you know, right. like as, ridiculously as as bad. Like, like if you're going to if you're going to trade a guy on IR, like, like, come on, stop it. Like, be, be a grown up. But, you know, it just goes back to, like, and in my league, the one that Erickson, we, we do have bylaws and our commissioner writes them, you know, and we have, we vote every three years on new rule changes. And he's part of the poll. And 
this league's been around since 2004. You know, we've, we've had like three or four new yeah. owners because some people just retired, just didn't want to do it no more. But it, it's what you agree on. He, You would never know that the commissioner has his own – you wouldn't know who he was if you didn't talk to him. You, you wouldn't know because he keeps his hand – listen, run your team as you right. want to run it. As long as I know you're not tanking on purpose, like going the Sam Hinkie way, like I said I was going to do, but – you know, to to, get, to to garner and get as many draft picks as possible to rebuild your trade, to rebuild your team through the draft. That, that's how what a commissioner needs to be. Like, I shouldn't have to get in the way and be like, oh, my God, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, why are you involved in this? Like, I have like, no, no, there's no reason for it. I don't want to be involved as a commissioner. Like, run your team the way you want to run it. Just don't be shady about it. And don't, you know, there's always that accusation of, well, you know, he made this trade – because they're going to split the pot at the end of the year. Well, what if he doesn't win? <laughs> I mean, how much is the pot? How much is the pot that's worth that it's worth it for someone? Three hundred dollars, maybe. So, so much of like fantasy football is not about the pot or fantasy sports. It's about busting each other's balls when you win. It's about making everybody right. kiss and the ring or showing up at a draft with the NWA belt. Or you, know, you can't have the draft where you want to because people are, are, are crybabies. <laughs> that, that was epic. That was ridiculous. You can back me up because people don't believe it when I say it. And, 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 yeah, and they're like, yeah, we're going to have this draft here and wall. And then Bill like, gave in. And then we were doing a draft. In the middle of the draft, it got dark, so the lights went out. And they didn't have outside lighting. I'm like, I'm drafting with a flashlight now? What the hell is this, 1910? <laughs> It was our, it was Eric's bar. We were going Eric's bar, and they were it was too expensive. A twenty five or Eric hooked us up with a twenty or twenty five dollars special, I believe, and that was too expensive for them all. Or or they bitched about yep. not drinking, so why should they have to pay if they're only eating? These are the kind of people we deal with. That's exactly why it was moved. Look, but like, okay, so you're paying yeah. twenty dollars. To eat food, eat twenty dollars worth of food. If you get wings and a burger, that's twenty dollars right there. Oh, <clears throat> it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. You know, but <laughs> same guys probably bitched that the Eagles didn't allow them to bring in hoagies when they first opened. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. What do you mean I can't bring my Wawa hoagie in? <laughs> I go to Marinucci's and I get hoagies for every game at the vet, and they're not going to let me. Funny. We have a picnic at the 700 level every game, and now they're not going to allow us. <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, no, that, these are the people that Bill deals with, unfortunately. And, I, and I've worked That's awesome. Day, and it's oh, – everything he says is 100% true. Okay, I, had to embar- I had to embarrassingly call Eric and say, my guys are too cheap. I'm sorry, Eric. There's nothing I can do about it. Hold on, and they drove farther. I was like, okay, like <laughs> I don't know. Then just you know why they drove farther, right? Like, Chris, because I made it the farthest spot I could that I knew somebody at. That's why I punished them all because they were all. You know, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I remember. did it on purpose. Pittsburgh. <laughs> if I could hop a flight. Or what was it? Where was it? They had a. Uh, they had the draft in the 400 level at Citizens Bank Park. I would have done that. 
No, I wouldn't have because it's that, that's too close to them. I went, I went as far as I could where I actually knew somebody, and that was the farthest spot for everybody. You should have had in the Jetro parking lot. I would have got you in for free. You wouldn't have to pay for parking. That's awesome. Those jerk offs would have. But that 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 that's funny. So, but I, I do remember. That's why you picked the place. So, well, this is a bit. This has been an an entertaining show. I must say, yeah. at least. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we kind of ended we no, kind of ended was, with listen, the, the good, draft talk and then just started here. talking. We, and we got it was draft good football stuff. And we got fantasy football. <laughs> it was like the last or next to last, you know, episodes of the real world when people start being polite. See, so caught me. I've been working on my fantasy football guide. Oh, that's awesome! For the last two days, so you caught me at that time where fantasy football well, is rotting. It's funny because I was talking to Eric, and I'm like, you know, I I haven't really done that much, like, like research on like. The, I mean, obviously, I know who like the top like ten picks are. I was like, like the whole mock there, and I really haven't done it. And Eric's like, well, I bought a book, and they sell the Eagles picking six. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, well, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I bought Lindy's Sports uh, Pro Football You're, Draft Guide for 2021. Guide Look how perfect Why is Marcus Mariota on the cover? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, I was like, this is great. I was like, awesome. And I get home, I open it up, and I, right away I went to the mock draft. <laughs> oh, and I like, Six, Eagles, right. Lamar Chase. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, well, back to the internet. You never know. They could get number six again. Who knows? With oh God, if they, if they trade back, they but... give up even more to get back. <laughs> they're gonna, they're, you know what they're going to do, right? They're going to they're gonna <laughs> trade. They're going to get the number four pick, and they're going to draft Trey Lance. Anything anything's on the table until they actually draft at this point. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, the thing was – when they got in, when they had the sixth pick, everybody's like, okay, anything's open, anything, you know, any option is there on the table at six. Because, like John said earlier about uh, Atlanta with the fourth pick, it's not that often you're in that position. So I'm like, okay, great. Then they traded out. And I thought, all right, so that means that they are going all in on Jalen Hurts, at least for this year. And that's the report that you're hearing. But then the Deshaun Watson stuff came up. And you know, it, it if if his case or his or case if his these allegations go away or whatever, like they settle out of court or whatever, you know, is he an option now? Because now they have the draft capital to do it. And I thought, oh man, please no. And then, and then yesterday, it's oh well, they're they're positioning themselves to possibly draft back into the top ten because the player that they want they don't feel will be there at twelve. Like, so like why? Like the icon oh, okay. Sting said, the <laughs> only like, thing right. for sure is nothing's for sure. All right, so before we head out, I have two two things I want to say. If you got the number one pick this year in fantasy football, who were you drafting? Standard league, PPR, you know, touchdowns are six for receiving or running. You know, a quarterback, I think, is, is always four. It's always a little bit less. Who would you draft? If, Mc, if McCaffrey's healthy, 
that's Christian I, it, McCaffrey. It, it, you you can't go wrong with getting Dalvin Cook, but for me, it would be McCaffrey. It has to be. Yes, that's the as long as he's healthy. And Bill's probably taken Jake Elliott. Yeah, I agree. I would go. It, it would be I, I actually, <laughs> I would actually hard. trade out and try to get Derrick Henry. Until Derrick Henry gets that slide year, you got to keep riding him. He is ridiculous. It's absurd. So, and my second point is, is like, did you see this fight with Aaron Donald and the guy that apologized because he thought he beat him up? Like, did you see the guy's face? Now, here's my pretty rough for me. If I'm in a fight and I see Aaron Donald running at me, I'm running the other way. I may run out of the goddamn country. Because he's, he's going to catch you like you know what, though? Quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He, he's no, I know. Faster yeah. well, than you I'm think he is. Stop. I'm going to hope him. I'm hoping eventually he gives up while I'm crossing the Canadian border. Like, like, like I would run. I would just get on my knees and beg for forgiveness. <laughs> I, oh, like, he's being the mediator. And he, and he comes down and says, Stop. You stop. Like, stop fighting. You get beat up. I'm not getting beat up by Aaron Donald. Oddly enough, Fletcher Cox is the second best mediator in the NFL. No. But um bump. But um bump. He's the he's the one. You better you better send someone over here or I'm gonna shoot him. Oh shit. Remember that? <laughs> oh. But uh That's funny. That's pretty funny. So, Chris, real quick, um, talking about fantasy football, I'm looking at, I'm looking at some stuff here for a Q, for a rookie only mock draft. I don't pick until the second round, the ninth. So, pick. where where do you pick in in, yeah, uh, that, I, in that? I, I traded out and I got Aaron Jones. Oh, okay, then screw you. Um, okay, so all right. Well, according to this, because I have two first round picks, the fifth and the tenth. According to this, I should be able to get running back Najee Harris at five. Not if Najee Harris goes to pitch. Trey Lance at ten. At five in the rookie draft. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, Eric Price is probably going to draft him at one. Oh, that's fine because that means then that that means that there's I'm going to get someone's going to fall. So that's good. You're not going to get Jamar Chase. You're not going to get you. You might get Jamar. You'll either get Jamar. You'll get Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, or Devontae Smith. That, that, that those those I'm gonna say Najee Harris is gonna go one. No, he's probably gonna go one. He's probably yeah, go if he second. goes to Pittsburgh, he's going to be the top. And then Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. That's probably how it's gonna go. Why? Do, what do you have on your side? You might get Pitts. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm just looking at this, I'm just looking at this whole thing, and I'm like, all right, so all right, so wait. I think it'll be Round, Najee okay, Harris. Okay, do the first four picks again. How do you think it'll, it'll Chase, go in that? Waddle in that and league? Smith, unless somebody needs a tight end. Hmm. So, yeah. so you're you're you'll, telling you'll, me you'll like that I'm going to have to pick a quarterback. I'm going to have to pick a just hit the Liberty Bell. Oh, Jesus Christ. But no, you're, you, okay, you're going to have I'm waiting pick, for the pitch I, to get delivered. Like I said, at five, <laughs> you got to, if he's there, you got to take pits. 
Just my opinion. I don't know who your tight ends are. Mm. No, you drop Ebron Well, yeah, well, I have Austin Hooper and Eric, Eric Ebron. That's just my, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Just but wondering because I'm looking five, at it and I'm like, so you're telling me I'm going to get quarterback. You have to draft. Okay. You, you, you need to draft because no one's going to take a quarterback because I'm looking at quarterbacks right now. You'll be fine. At the 10th pick, you take a quarterback. But at five, you you take one of the – you take Jamar Chase. You take one of the receivers or Pitts. That's who you take. You're not getting Najee Harris. Hmm, interesting. Because I was actually offered a deal in that league. <laughs> That's how far we go. For my 2023 second-round draft pick. Yeah, it's uh, all uh, round three and two fours in 2021 I get back for my 2023 second-round pick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ugh. That's interesting. Yeah, we're losing by a touchdown there. Another home run? Yeah, I did. I, I don't know. Ah, okay. So, did you hear that trade offer? <laughs> Whatever. All right. So, I'm I'm good. Are you guys we about done here with this conversation, fellas? I'm good. I'm I'm fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh Bill's still there. I thought he had to go off and dial he's, up he's again. He's telling Fresh to get Hold off the phone. He's got to sign back on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice, nice, nice. All right, fellas. Well, that's going to do it for our draft discussion show, which uh, ironically went from NFL draft to fantasy draft. So it all stuck and it all went good. Wow, another home run. How about that? Um, all right, well, in that case, then I'm going to call quits on this one for us today. And Everyone listening, thank you again for joining us on the Philly Philly podcast. We were joined today by John Griffin and Will DeRozier from the Driveway Athletes podcast. Gentlemen, thank you for being on. And you guys have a great one. And we'll be listening to your show. And everyone, thank you for listening on our show. We'll have a good one. Chris, John, Bill, take it easy.